0: Can we appreciate someone else's success? Can we celebrate the success of the other and even of our brother? This is Rabbi Yitzchak Price with another episode of Tachos Talks, growth-oriented, partial-related Torah podcast. We're up to the Torah portion of Tetzaveh, a portion that is rather unique in that from the birth of Moshe back in Shmos through the end of the Torah in every portion of the Torah, in every Parsha, Moshe is either mentioned or Moshe is speaking. In many, he is mentioned and he is speaking. But this is the one exception. In Tetzaveh, Moshe's name does not appear, at least not in a classic sense of seeing his name spelled out clearly in front of us. And in Tetzaveh, he is never once speaking. God is talking to him without ever addressing him by name. And without getting involved today in exact why this is that one particular Parsha, it's fascinating that in a certain sense, while Moshe is masked and in the background, we actually see something particularly great about Moshe as well. Based on uh, a beautiful essay in the work Sichos Musser of Chaim Shmulevitz, I want to take a look at the relationship of Moshe and Aaron, as reflected in this Parsha and in one other section of the Torah. This is the Parsha where... The garb is being designed for the high priest, or at least we're giving the commandment of hell to design the garb for the high priest and the priests, the Kohen Gadol and the Kohanim. And that first Kohen Gadol is going to be Aaron, Moshe's brother. But who should have been the first Kohen Gadol? Who's the first one who's ever tapped on the shoulder, if at least figuratively, by God, with a message, you're the man. You can have this role. By tradition back at the burning bush when god offered Moshe leadership of israel it was to be the full leader all aspects of leadership and it would have included being the spiritual leader the high priest the coin godol and playing that role as well and in fact interestingly later on a few parches down the road in sav when moshe inducts the temple and the initiation and preparing the way for aaron to become the high priest Moshe really does serve as the high priest for that first week, not wearing the garb of Parsha, but in a sense he had the capacity and even it's clear he had the capacity because he even introduces the operations of the temple and plays that role in a very temporary spot until Aaron is able to take over after that first week. Moshe lost it, he forfeited it. When he declined the leadership and argued with God and God had to appoint Aaron as his spokesman and split the leadership, give Aaron the position of the high priest as well. Now, that said, Moshe would have had every reason right now to have some element of frustration, some angst over the fact that we're talking now about the garb of the high priest. The garb, this could have been mine. This could have been me. I could have been playing that role. And yet we find something very interesting. The... Verse in Tehillim is a uh, verse in chapter one thirty three Kuflam and Gimel, uh, two verses in a row. The first one starts David, and then has a, a a long expression that may sound very familiar because it's been put to numerous tunes. Na-im achim gam how beautiful! How wonderful when brothers. Coexist together, they dwell together. Hine matovumanaim, or you may have the hine, all types of tunes, quite widespread. What type of music is used for these words, describing the wonderful idea of camaraderie and brotherliness? Well, the next verse continues on and tells us at least one of the brothers we're talking about. Who are these brothers coexisting? And uh, King David and his Tehillim in the next verse, in chapter 133, describes that when the shemin, when the oil is put on the head and it flows down on the beard, the beard of Aaron, Zakan Aaron, the oil on the head would be the inducting Aaron to be the high priest. Oil was generally a signal of being elevated out of the crowd. Oil always rises above the water and that signals you have been Isolated from the mix, you're not aloof and detached, but like the oil, it doesn't float away from the water, but it sits there as a top layer on top of the water. The water represents the, the, the natural order of the basic world, and you've been pulled above that. So elements of sanctity and holiness and leadership are often anointed with oil. Quick aside, the word Mashiach is often mistranslated as as a savior. That would be Moshiach. Mashiach means one who's been anointed because the kings of Israel were, there, were anointed with oil. And Mashiach really has to be someone who plays the king role. But that's a huge topic. Back to our discussion. Aaron was anointed with oil. And the oil flowed down on his beard. But says the madrash, med- the it said the word beard twice in that verse. It says the oil on the head went down on the zakain, on the beard. It was like zakan aron, the beard of Aaron. Well, why the word beard twice, says the madrash? because there were two beards that experienced this. There were two people that experienced the sense of being elevated to high priesthood. There was Aaron and his brother Moshe.
1: Because although Moshe was
0: not being elevated to be the high priest and he was forfeiting this role and he had had to give this up, but he so appreciated Aaron being inducted to the position of high priesthood that he felt it as if it's coming onto me, as if I'm being given this. It's so not the case of that. This is contrary to me and competitive and distant. I feel like we're a team. I really feel like, oh, if Aaron's being inducted, that's the greatest thing in the world. It's as if I'm being inducted. He goes on to say, Rebbe Kanisha M'Alovitz, that's why in the beginning of our parsha, when God's talking to Moshe, he says, and you shall command that they bring the Kohanim, the priests, to you. a lecha. What do you mean bring them to you? God is talking. Bring them to me. You're bringing Aaron and, and his sons to serve me. But bring them to you because you feel that when they're inducted, you're inducted. This is not distant from you. This is together with you. Describing the greatness of Moshe. We know Moshe is being the un of me, the most humble, but also the most capable of not simply I'm okay with the fact I'm not by priest, and not simply I'm okay if somebody else at the distance is getting a job, but here my brother, where I could really have viewed it as, oh, that's so so much of a reminder it could have been me, and I'm actually the one to be inducting him, yet I'm fully comfortable celebrating that reality. This is not just Moshe to Aaron, though. We find it the other direction as well. Earlier on in the Parsha of Shmos, when Moshe is being sent by God to the nation of Israel, and God's telling him, you go, and you go, and when your brother, Aaron sees you, how is he going to react? The pasuk describes, the verse says, Aaron's going to see you. Actually, I was looking at these verses earlier in the week in a study group. Somebody was using a, uh, a translation that translated that verse as, and Aaron will be happy to see you. And it's not way off base, but I think it misses the mark somewhat. Because the verb, it's not he'll be happy to see you, it's he will see you and he'll be happy in his heart. It's describing the it's stress over here. It's not, I'm coming and I'm kind of happy. It's great, I'm going to see you. But as I see you, and that's going to bring home to Aaron the message that Moshe is taking over. I have been in a leadership position back in Egypt. Having to shoulder the cries, the pain, the anguish of the nation in exile. And all of the turmoil, all of the torment, all of the oppression. I've been a leader playing that role. And a Moshe is going to come and whisk them out of here. And he is going to have the spotlight on himself. He's going to get the front pages of the newspaper. All these sense of reward and acknowledgement is going to come to Moshe. And I see you. As I see you coming and you're going to take this away from me, you're going to become the leader. And he's not just externally happy, not just Moshe. glad to see you. He's happy in his heart. I feel joy. At seeing Moshe come back to lead Israel out of this plight. Despite any sense of could have been me, should have been me, would have been me. Had Moshe not come back, maybe God would have chosen me. Not relevant. God did choose Moshe and I'm thrilled for him. Moshe is thrilled for Aaron. Aaron is thrilled for Moshe. That's the sheves achim Gamiacha, the brothers that can... It's not simply we get along with each other, we become yachad, We become like a, a unit. We often deal with situations in life where, why did she get this post? Why was he assigned that task? Why was she raised to that position on on this community board, wherever the case is, in a certain potential angst, frustration? Well, the more we can view ourselves as number one. We've talked about this in other podcasts. Recognizing if it came their way rather than mine, it's for them rather than for me, as being dictated from above. And number two, we're one team. If we're brothers, our family is getting this honor. If we're brothers, we, we share the same DNA. And if we are part of Qal Israel, we, are, we share more, even if it's not immediate family, but you, I'm, I'm happy that you are being elevated, I'm happy you represent our world. You're not just you versus me, and our world is having more expression of good, more expression of simcha and of joy, some of it came to you that I might have wanted it to come to me, but it came to you. That's wonderful. I can celebrate with you without having any sense of frustration and angst. And again, it's often easier when the person is more remote. We don't feel we're part of it. Those who are uh, listening to this podcast right now, and uh, we're in uh, mid-February of 2022, uh, the Cincinnati, where I am currently recording, is a very rare experience of Cincinnati being in a Super Bowl game. And lots and lots of discussion of our team. And people are rooting for our team. And whoever does whatever they do successfully on the field uh you know, come Sunday night, people in Cincinnati will be rooting for them as our team. And they'll be celebrating the moves and maneuvers and strength, creativity, whatever it is. But you could imagine somebody who's closer in. It's not just that they're rooting because it's our team, somebody's part of the team can actually be ironically more frustrated when someone else on the team achieves success. Because those who are watching, whether sitting in a stadium or long distance or hearing about it long distance, there's no sense of, oh, I should have been given that play. Now, how come I wasn't given the opportunity to spend that much time on the field? That's not relevant. They're simply appreciative of whatever happens from the distance. The one who's right there, look, what do you mean? I'm not being given the opportunity. I could be the one who's going to get the limelight Instead, my buddy ends up being the one who's going to be pictured on the front cover. There we can begin to imagine because of the closeness, because we are part of one team, it starts to become, well, should have been me, could have been me, would have been me, why are you? But that's exactly the lesson we're learning over here. Can't get closer than Moshe and Aaron. And can't have two people who each could have had what the other ended up having, and the potential, the capacity, the leadership, the proximity, the closeness to God, and each one fully appreciated the fact that the other ended up with what they had. I'm happy for you. Samach bolibo, Moshe, it's like it's on my beer, that oil running down your face. Ah, I feel it. I'm so thrilled at this fact that you are being inducted to being the high priest. So when we are in that same zone, she's in my same social circle. He is in my uh, you know c- career advancement uh, level, and he's getting the position, not myself. and we start feeling that let's try to learn that lesson from motion and realize it's coming to the other person because it's coming to the other person. And let's get back to that state of we're brothers. I care about you. I appreciate that you're successful. I want you to be successful. We're teammates. I want the team to be successful. Move away from that sense of personal to the bigger picture of families, the family's best interest that this happens to somebody, even if it's not me, it's the Team's best interest, we have the success. It's the corporation's best interest. It's the community's best interest. Thinking that way can help us get to that level of being the brothers who are Sheva gam yachad, and become individuals who will be all the more likely to each achieve our tachlas.